Hiring? With ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job to 100-plus job sites, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with a single click. Try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash first cut. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash first cut. And back here on the First Cut Podcast with Kyle Porter, I am your host, Chip Patterson. Joining me, as always, Kyle Porter. Kyle, we are going to take our PGA Tour spotlight, and we're going to go to the Quicken Loans National. Um, we've got, I think, the, the stakes are, as always, um, World Golf Rankings, FedEx Cup points. Uh, President's Cup starting to become part of our focus, as sadly, you know, we are starting to near... Uh, the end of the the regular season, so to speak. FedEx Cup points eyeing the playoffs. Uh, Royal Birkdale, the Open Championship coming up soon. And then, of course, the PGA Championship in Quail Hollow. Uh, we've got uh, at Congressional a field that is not an A+. But, Kyle, I think that we do have uh, a lot of interesting front runners, especially when it comes to um, some of the, the players, like, are we going to see from like a president's cup perspective, uh, like Ricky Fowler, Patrick Reed, Justin Thomas, Jimmy Walker, are these all players that are in the running to make that squad that's going to compete at the end of the season? Yes. I've actually got it pulled up right now. I think the top, uh, I can't remember. I can't remember what it is for this in Ryder cup top nine or 10 make it. So we've got, Listen to this list, Chip. We've got DJ, Jordan Speed, Justin Thomas, Daniel Berger, Kevin Kisner, Brooks Kepka, Ricky Fowler, Kevin Chappell, Brian Harmon, Patrick Reed as your top 10. There's nobody in there. I don't think that is over like age 33. Ooh. Like I think, D- I think DJ might be the oldest. Harmon, Harmon's up there. Um, but you don't have like just after those guys is your group of of older guys, Jason Duffner, Matt Kuchar, Brant Snedeker, Mickelson, Ryan Moore. Um, so it, it's super interesting to me. And, and we we probably don't talk about the President's Cup enough, uh, even though it's not been a great competition over the years. But th- this U.S. team is uh, it's going to be I mean, right now, if it if it was picked today, it's it would be super young and and really, you know, some new faces that people haven't seen on a national stage. So I think that's one of the better and more interesting storylines over the next, um, you know, two or three months as the season winds down. The Duffner, Kuchar, Snedeker run, the uh, why do I feel like they're perpetually going to be between 10 and 20 on this list? <laughs> like, right? I mean, all all very good golfers who have, well, how long have those three maintained their level, their current level of play? Bill Haas is in there. Um, like five, yeah, it, you know, five, six, seven for Kuchar, you know, maybe even longer. I mean, that's that's just some so, some consistency on the American golf list. Yeah, they they've been. I, I think Kucher it's probably been more like a ten year run. Um, so yeah, it, it has been impressive, but it hasn't. I don't know if it's ever been exciting. Like even when those guys were younger, were you ever like excited about Bill Haas being on the Presidents Cup team? Go Deeks! <laughs> <laughs> oh no, outside outside of my love for Wake Forest and proximity, uh, 
then no, nah, not really. <laughs> I, I get what yes. you're saying. Like, like it's just it is more exciting when it's Mister Sixty Three Justin Thomas, when it's Daniel Berger, the twenty four year old who just took Spieth, who is also super young, to a playoff. Like when Brooks Kepka, who just broke through at the U.S. Open. No, a hundred percent. I am with you. That the squad is a fascinating look at the players. It's going to be all the players that are going to competing, going to be competing for like the for on the American side at least the players that are going to be in contention for like the next thirty majors. Yeah, totally. And and, and uh, you know you might see that change. You're going to see Phil Mickelson on the team, I think. Um, but you might see like Brendan Steele is 14th. He might jump up in there. Ryan Moore 17th. He might jump up in there. It it, it could you know. It, change a lot because we still have two majors left but i love how it's setting up right now for a a super young super fun uh, united states squad all right so we have uh it's going to be the first time back for ricky fowler uh, when we wrapped up the u.s open uh, one of the takeaways was it was a little bit disappointing uh to see ricky fowler put himself in a position to go out there and win it and then on Sunday, it just was not coming together at all for him. Uh, this is going to be one of those weeks where, because of his ties to Quicken Loans, I, I, you know, as somebody who just is a golf fan and now, you know, continued to be uh, more educated, thanks to you and many more on the ins and outs of the tour, I started to consider, you know, is this going to be one of those uh, weeks like Jordan Spieth for AT&T or anything else where your schedule is just going to be a little bit more loaded. Like, is is that something to take in consideration if you're trying to make your pick, looking at uh, Fowler as one of the top favorites, at least in terms of the odds? Yeah, you know, it, it's. I think it, it gets easy. So, so you have these tournaments where there's like two or three like big guns. You know, last week we saw it with Rory, Jason Day and Jordan Spieth, and one of those guys ended up winning. And so this week it's Fowler and, and Justin Thomas, and I guess you could throw Patrick Reed in there. But then after that, the, the next biggest favorite is Mark Leishman. And Mark Leishman is a fine player, but you don't have the star power. So it gets easy to fall into this trap of like just picking the big names because they're the only ones that you recognize or because you want them to win or whatever. Um, but the reality is, like the, the, these fields are so deep and, um, you know, Fowler and Thomas might have an off week. Like it doesn't, it doesn't, you, you don't have to be off by much, uh, to get roasted by, uh, a, a Ben Martin or a, you know, a Harris English or, or somebody like that. So when you have a major field just loaded with stars, it's more likely that one of them, at least one of them is going to be on, you know? Um, but when you only have one or two in a tournament, like there's a pretty good chance that Fowler and Thomas are not going to win the tournament, even though they're pretty clearly the two best players in it. So these tournaments are interesting to me, and, and they're really hard to pick because you're you're not necessarily gravitating towards those those top stars. So in Fowler Thomas Field, I'm predicting you are choosing Field, and your winner comes from that group. Yeah, I'm taking Bill. Haas. Um, he's speaking of your 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 demon deacon. He's been uh, he's been playing really well of late. He's got three straight top twenty fives. I think he won this tournament um, back in two thousand thirteen, and it was at a different course. I was at Congressional, 
and this year is at uh, Avenel Farm. But um, yeah, I just I like the way he's playing. He's one of those guys. Like it just feels like a Bill Haas type tournament to where you're like, oh, is there golf this week? Oh, oh, Bill Haas is winning. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, what's what tournament is next? You know, like I, I just it's just pretty easy for me to see him winning this tournament. Give me. Give me Graham DeLatt. Yeah, I like that. He's he's been playing well recently. That's who I picked last week, and he was leading like into Friday. Mm. Graham DeLatt. Uh, yeah, yeah, Graham DeLatt. There, it's the winner is definitely not going to be Fowler or Thomas. You got a David Lingmurth in there. Where all right? Where are you at with Siwoo Kim? Do you think he's been uh, not a flash in the pan? No, not. In the flat, not a flash in the CT pan. Um, <laughs> for all my people that watched the uh, the travelers last week, but um, yeah, Siwoo is awesome. Like again, I, I think I've said this before, but if he went to Clemson and his name is, you know, Johnny crane or whatever i just looked at ben crane's name johnny crane and he went to clemson we'd be losing our minds because he's 21 won a player's championship he's won twice on the pga tour got his card it's age 17 i mean he, he's he's the real deal and um I, it's just it's hard to get like a grasp on his personality on just the way he thinks about things because of the language barrier but um, yeah, I'm, I'm in on Siwoo As long as his health c- keeps him from having to withdraw, right? Yeah. Isn't that the asterisk that we're always putting on Siwoo, his back? Yeah, he's had a, he's had a lot of back troubles. I, I don't know. That was more so last year. I, I, I don't know how much it's lingering into this year, but, um, yeah, that's not, that's never a great sign if you're 21. Although Rory McIlroy had... He had back issues at that age, and and he's been more or less fine for for the majority of his career. So I, I don't know. I think it's something that can be, uh, maybe maybe it's a swing, you know, change or tweak or whatever. But I think it can be managed. All right. So who is your top ten lock? Well, I am going to go with one of the stars for that. I'm going to go with. Uh, I, I couldn't decide between them. I I, I think I'm going to go with JT. Um, he missed the cut last week at the Travelers, which understandable. I, I just think coming down off the high of, or off the emotion of having to contend on the weekend at a U.S. Open is just so hard. Like yeah. it's just so difficult to do. Um, he's been playing some really good golf, so yeah, I'm I'm going with him at uh, as my top ten lock. All right, and what's your sleeper? My sleeper is Trey Mullinax. Roll Tide. Woo! He played really well at the U.S. Open. Um, he he's a stud. He he's somebody I think that people don't know a ton about, but uh, he's in that like you know young guy mold of of just uh, hits it forever. He's got all the skills. Him and JT played together at Alabama, and you know uh, Mullinex, I believe he recently switched caddies, and he's had he switched back to an old caddy that he had, and and he's had a lot of success recently. So. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm in on Trey Mullinex this week. Give, give me, give me Trey Mullinex at 125 to one. <laughs> I like it. Roll Tide. Um, we just gave you some winners, some straight up winners in case you are making any picks, uh, around the mini golf sites. But if you want to put together a winning team, it's not only putting together golfers. It can also be with your business, both big or small, and you can't find the best candidates by posting your job to just one site. 
You need to post your job to all the top job sites, and now you can with ZipRecruiter. At ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job to 100-plus job sites with just one click. Then, their powerful technology efficiently matches the right people to your position. No juggling emails or calls to your office. Simply screen, rate, and manage candidates all in one place with ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use dashboard. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by businesses of all sizes nationwide because you, as a First Cut listener, can start forming your own winning team on ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash First Cut. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash First Cut. Try it for free today at ZipRecruiter.com slash First Cut. All right, Kyle, so I owe a, uh, an apology. So this is not at Congressional. This is at uh, TPC Potomac at Avenal Farm. Yeah, they've they've changed it around. It's been it's been at a bunch of different places. I'd I'd have to look up uh, exactly where it's been, but yeah, they they switch it around a lot. What's the what do we know about the course? Uh, I don't know anything about the course. It's just uh, it's it's got eighteen <laughs> holes and. <laughs> Um, my, my, my research is lacking now it's, it's, uh, let's see here. We, yeah, it's the first time it's ever, it's actually ever been there. So we don't know anything about the, about the course. It'll be a little like Eagle point in that sense, which hosted the Wells Fargo, uh, earlier this year. They've played it at, um, they played it at congressional mostly. That's where it was last year when Billy Hurley won. <laughs> VJ Singh was the runner up last year, by the way, which is hilarious. V- um v- 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 vj singh yeah oh yeah nice um they played it at robert trent jones golf club in 2015 and then they played it a couple times at uh aronomy golf club which is kind of a, a classic course up there um so yeah we don't we don't know anything about this course um it'll be new to the players it'll be new to us um it's going to be played at congressional two of the next three years. So kind of their home site is congressional, but they, they do like to, uh, to move it around up there in the DMV area. All right. So before uh, we open, sort of taking a look at the president's cup uh, picture, and there's a name there that I've been meaning to, to sort of get your read on because it is a, a player who has been around for a minute. He's playing well this season his name's Kevin Chapel, 30 years old. Where his first career win came this season. And I where do you put him right now? Like is he in the big bucket of like pretty solid American golfers or is cuz we we've seen him on the odds lists near as though the odds makers are favoring him with a chance to win. But um there's like very very little for me like i'm looking all right here we go i look at kevin chapel and i see jimmy walker yeah i I think that's a i think that's a really fair comparison i i think that so we we talk a lot about this like big bucket of players that we like the brian Harmons and the kevin kisners of the world that it's like yeah they they could win any week but i just don't i don't know they're, they're not stars and they're probably not going to be stars. I, I think that kind of the ceiling for those types of guys is a Jimmy Walker type career. Uh, Jimmy Walker's won what? Five, five times, six times, four times, something like that. He's won a major championship. That, that's sort of like a, 
like I, I would say that's Kevin Chappell's ceiling. Like I don't know if he'll reach that, um, but he's a good player. And the problem for him is there's a lot of those guys out there. And then you've also got the tier up from him where all the stars and superstars reside. So um, it's just hard. You know, it's hard to win tournaments, and and you got to catch some breaks. You got to be in the right place at the right time. I, I think. You know, I was thinking about this, like, uh, this will be hard for us to, to kind of roll through, but who, who he got off that has number one list. I'm, I'm curious about who the best player is currently on the list of players who have never won a golf tournament on the Ooh. PGA Tour. It's gotta, uh, Graham Dillette's got to be up there. You said that earlier, and he's never won. Never? No. Um... I say that. I hope. I hope he hasn't. I don't think he has. Has Barnrat won? Uh, not on the PGA Tour. Has Barnrat? <laughs> <laughs> give, give, give me, give me the right Lahiri's uh, appropriate pr- pronunciation. Uh, on uh, Kiradech Aubrey Barnrat. Is yeah. that is that who you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the barn rat. Um, no, he's number one. Uh, Delette has three Canadian tour wins and a Sunshine tour, but never on the PJ tour. Tony Finau's never won a in a in a non opposite field event. He won, uh, I believe, Puerto Rico, um, but that still counts. Uh, I don't know. I think it's I think it's an interesting question. Xander Schauffele's been making a uh, <laughs> been making a case uh, for that for that title recently, but. You know, I guess my point is there's so many guys out there that that the the mainstream golf fan has never heard of that could win this week. You know, uh, Jim Herman won the Houston Open last year, and Jason Duffner got on Twitter and was like, "Stop talking about this guy like he's a no name. Like we play with this guy every week, and he's a really good player." Now, I mean, that's semantics because he is a no name just based on context. Right. But the the point is that like there's so many guys every week that can win uh just regular golf tournaments much less majors and and uh so yeah i, I just i i would throw kevin chapel in that in that big bucket of people with jimmy walker as sort of like this i, I think jimmy walker actually by, was was a really good um kind of barometer by you as as a ceiling for those kevin kisner brian Harmon type right guys. because um and in like chapel right now having a, a very good season playing well 30 years old he's been a pro for almost a decade now like if if he could break through with you know, like a, a pga championship in the next three to four years it should not surprise anyone yeah exactly he almost won the players championship last year so yeah i'm, I'm definitely in on that take it's just he's not gonna win uh he's not gonna win two majors like i would bet a lot of money that Kevin Chapel, Kevin Kisner, Brian Harmon, those guys never never win multiple majors. Um, what about Pat Perez? He's got two career wins, but they are very spaced out. One in two thousand nine, one in two thousand seventeen. Yeah, Perez, I think is is like a uh, is he's older, and he's an example of like the way that those types of careers often turn out so Perez is I don't, I don't know I think he's like 38 or 40 or something 41. like that and so he's 41 41 okay yeah so he's an example of like like if Kevin Chappell ends up with Pat Perez's career um that that 
sounds probably to people like a failure, but it's really not. Paparazzi has made like $25 million. And in this day and age, when, when Chapel's playing, that's going to be a lot more if he has the same type of career that Pat Perez has. So I think that's sort of an example of that's like the middle ground of, of that. If Jimmy Walker is the ceiling, Pat Perez is the middle ground for that type of golfer. All right, uh, one last one because this is a, I like this as a uh, as maybe a sleeper pick for this week. Uh, Charles Howell the uh, third. Chucky. Chucky. I love him. He's been out. He hasn't played since. I'd have to look this up. I don't think he's played since before the uh, Players Championship. He played his last tournament was the RBC Heritage. He finished T fifty six. He's only missed one cut on the year. Um, but yeah, he's been out, I believe, with a, a rib or a back injury. He's got the Rory going on, apparently. Um, but yeah, I mean, he he's just his career is so interesting to me because he's made, I believe, he's up to like thirty four million dollars. He's like top twenty all time on the money list on the PGA Tour money list. But he, he's only got uh, two wins. Yeah, and it's just it's just staggering to have been that consistent for that long. Um, but only have two wins. So it's hard to pick him in any given week to win, but it's easy to pick him to finish in the top 10 and, and, and to play well. Like 38 years old, 20-year uh, pro, and just stacking up all this cheddar. I mean, that's like – that is probably uh, the – like if, if, you're given, if you're given two doors – that's got to be a personality test, right? Like one door says uh, you win a major and flame out really, really quick. The other door says you make millions of dollars playing golf for a living, but in 17 years of being a pro, you'll only actually win twice. And some people are just going to take the Charles Howell, the Chucky Howell route, right? Well, here's the thing. And and I think that like, I mean, Charles Howell is one of, I think you, as of a couple of years ago, he was one of only two or three guys that had made the top 125 on the money list every year since 2000. It was like him and Phil, which is just a joke. Like to be that consistent and that good for that long is is so impressive. But to me, Chip, like who, and this is this is so hard to determine. But who's a better golfer, Ben Curtis because he won a major, or Charles Howe? Charles Howe. Yeah, and so like we get so caught up in wins, and yes, wins are one way to measure who's good at golf, but consistently being in the top, like like I there, I don't know, there's two different ways to look at it. You can look at Charles Howe and say, man, that guy should have won more because he's obviously good, or you can say, man, that guy had a fun, he was phenomenal at his job. He was one of the hundred best at his job in the world for 15 straight years who of us could that be said about you not, know like it, it's just not maybe. yeah i think it's i think it's a yeah <laughs> definitely maybe not in the last two years but uh <laughs> for me but um it's just a really impressive run of consistency to me it's uh he has a T11 and a T3 at the uh quicken's loans but of course remember that uh brand new brand new home for the tournament so keep that in mind when you're making your picks uh kyle thank you for your picks you can find them all in writing on cbsports.com uh we will link back to review on the other side and see 
the shakeups in the President's Cup. Uh, you you fired me up for that. We're going to keep this going. We're going to keep an eye on this. This is going to be a fun roster to uh, watch, uh, as well as everything else as we keep an eye on World Burkdale. Kyle, thank you so much. Absolutely, Chip. We'll talk to you later.